Good afternoon, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, with another Fishers of Men video broadcast. And it is good to be here with you today. Um, you all probably wondering why I am doing a video on a Monday and why I didn't do one yesterday. <coughs> well, there's a simple explanation for that. Uh, yesterday, um, Facebook, the Facebook app basically kicked me out. Um, don't know why. It just, the, the app exited me out and nothing got saved. And, um, so I'm going to have to redo the video. Um, now it cut out. It's funny because as, 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 as I was beginning just about to preach, on Pentecost, that's when it cut me out. So, don't know. So, don't know why it did. So, I'm going to be trying it on my phone. And uh, we're going to be... I'll be using my phone to record this, not my iPad. <coughs> not sure why my iPad is going really, going really kooky. But, um, so... I'm redoing uh, yesterday's video f uh, uh, today, so that's why it's that's why I'm doing a video today and not yesterday. And it got really weird yesterday. Anyways, but anyways, it is good to be here <coughs> um, this afternoon. Um, I'm going to be <coughs> talking about Pentecost today. And um, and we're going to be going through the last few verses of Luke and then getting into Acts chapters 1 and 2. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, hopefully uh, for all of those who are tuning in or will watch this later, I'd like to welcome you all to this, at this afternoon's service. <coughs> I hope that you all are tuning in expecting a blessing from God. And uh, hopefully that you will be blessed by the message. Because God's got something in store for each and every single one of you. As well as for me. Amen. So <clears throat> pray for me if you will. And um, <coughs> excuse me. Alright, so before we begin, does anybody have any prayers or praises they like to share? Um, <clears throat> we, um, the prayer request list is pretty much the same. Um, please continue to keep Brother Joey in prayer um, for his pain. <clears throat> pray for me as well. Um, pray for this video, pray for my ministry. I do have a unspoken need, um, so pray for me on that. Um, pray for God's will to be done. Um, I've got people that I know that are in need of salvation, so pray for them. Um, <clears throat> I know there's brothers and brothers and sisters in the Lord that have family that need prayer for salvation so pray for 
lost family members to our fellow brothers and sisters. Um, pray that, you know, you know, they would be a light to their lost family members, but also pray for their lost family members. Um, and do pray for those who tune in and watch. Um, pray that uh, people, that the, all those who watch this will prepare their hearts um, and uh, that they would uh, be prepared to receive from God. Amen. So, <clears throat> other than that, um, there really is nothing new. So, before we dive into anything else, let's go before the Lord in prayer and ask for His blessing upon this time. All right. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, um, <clears throat> Lord, we do thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for um, the second opportunity to, to redo this video, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would bless this video. Um, pray, Lord, that there would be no interruptions, Lord, to it. Um, do you want to pray for Brother Joey, Lord? Uh, do pray for Brother Joey that you would please uh, comfort him with his pain. Um, pray, Lord, for all those who will tune in to watch these videos. Pray that you will uh, prepare their hearts to receive from you, not from me. Pray, Lord, you give me the words to speak. Pray, Lord, it be your words, not my own. I do pray and ask you, Lord, that you'd protect this video. Um, I pray, Lord, that you would um, <clears throat> have your way and will, Lord, for the service. Um, pray, Lord, that you'd please be with those brothers and sisters who have lost family members. I pray that you would open their hearts and lives, convict them of sin. Pray, Lord, that you would just uh, help them to see their need for you, Lord. And, uh, Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for that. We just lift this to you. We pray and ask your blessing on this service today. And we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, you guys. <coughs> So, to start off today, um, I'm going to sing hymn number 142, There Shall Be Showers of Blessings. Again, that is hymn number 142 for those who do follow along in the hymnal. There shall be showers of blessing, this is the promise of love. There shall be seasons refreshing, sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing. Precious reviving again over the hills and the valleys, sound of the abundance of rain, showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops are, are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, send them upon us, O Lord. Grant to us now our refreshing, come and now honor your word. Showers of blessing, 
showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but further showers we plead. There should be showers of blessing, oh that today they might fall. Now as to God we're confessing, now as, as on Jesus we call. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops, mercy drops round us are falling, but further showers we plead. <clears throat> Amen. We all need showers of blessing here and there. Amen. And um, next one we're going to sing here. <coughs> Excuse me. It's Victory in Jesus. 526. Victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story. How a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. <coughs> I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again, and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him. And all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. I heard about a mansion he has built for me and glory. And I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. 
And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. <clears throat> Amen. We all need victory, and the only way to get victory is through Christ Jesus. Amen. And uh, that is going to be the two hymns that we'll be singing this today, or tonight, or this afternoon before we get into the message. And um, a couple announcements. Um, as as you all know, yesterday was the was the day of Pentecost, and Pentecost is a big deal because. Pentecost is where, when the Holy Ghost came upon the apostles, <clears throat> okay, and so Christ gave us a pro. It was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was on that day. It was on the day of Pentecost where the Spirit of God was poured out. Okay, so the 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 promise that God, that God gave us was His Spirit. And his spirit is a big deal for us believers. And so Pentecost is a big deal. So yesterday was the day of Pentecost, which I was wanting to do this message yesterday. But at the beginning of when I was starting to preach on it, it cut me off. So now we have to redo the video, which is fine. So yesterday was the day of Pentecost. Um, so we're going to be preaching yesterday's message and redoing it today. Redoing it today's. Um, other announcements on June 6th, I'm going down to, um, Freedom Free Will Baptist Church. Um, I'll be preaching their Sunday evening service on June 6th. So there will be no Fishers of Men broadcast on that evening. So no Fishers of Men on June 6th because I'll be down preaching. Now on June 20th, I'm going back down there during the morning service to preach. And they only have the morning service to preach. So on June 20th, I will be I will be doing a video that night in addition to preaching down there in the morning. So June 6th there is no broadcast. June 20th there will be a broadcast. I know that might sound confusing, but um, as time comes, I'll let you know. Um, and time's coming up real quick for that. I have like less than two weeks till I go down there to preach. <clears throat> so you pray for me on that, okay? Y'all pray for me. Pray for, uh, pray that God will give me a message for them. And um, <clears throat> June 20th is Father's Day, so. That's why June 20th, I'll be only preaching in the morning. So just something to look, just something to kind of, you know, mark your calendars down, pray about, you know, pray for me on. So, um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, <clears throat> another announcement is 
Um, as many of you know, as I uh, just had got done wrapping up with Faith Bible Institute, um, we'll be graduating. Uh, got all that stuff in line, so I'll be graduating here sometime soon. Um, but because I am done with Faith Bible, my Tuesdays have now become available. So instead of doing Bible study on Friday nights, I'm going to move Friday nights to Tuesdays. So it'll be Tuesdays I'll be doing Bible study, and Sunday I will be doing our regular preaching time. So it will, the time will sort of stay the same, it'll be about 8 o'clock uh, Tuesdays and 8 o'clock on Sundays. Okay, so <clears throat> just something for you to kind of keep in mind. And uh, something, you know, um, just something to just kind of, um, yeah, just to kind of keep in mind. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I kind of got distracted because every, like, my iPad is going crazy. People are sending me messages and stuff like that, so I can't. I'm kind of looking both and down and everywhere. So I apologize for... <clears throat> apologize if... Um, my attention is elsewhere. Um, see what else? I think that's going to be it for announcements. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I think that's going to be it for announcements. Um, yeah, that should be it. So, I know I'm kind of rambling on and on, and my attention is really not. I'm telling you, every time I seem to do a message on here, it seems like the devil's really trying to either cut the feed or distract me with a whole bunch of stuff, and my mind is just going everywhere, if you know what I mean. <clears throat> um, if you've got your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to Luke, Luke chapter 24, and we'll go ahead and dive into the message uh, again, I'll be talking about Pentecost, so if you can turn with me to Luke 24, and we will start in verse 49. But while you guys are going there, um, I just want to look up something real quick. Okay. Um, I want us to go, so while you guys are turning to Luke, to, uh, Luke chapter 24, um, I want to bring your attention here to the book of Joel, okay? Uh, the book of Joel, um, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Um, it says, it, and it shall come to pass... Afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Okay? Now you might say, well, Brandon, why are you getting into Joel? Well, we see here in Joel 2.28 is that Pentecost is a partial fulfillment of that. Either it's a partial fulfillment or it is a, a perfect fulfillment, but what? Nevertheless, it is a Pentecost is a fulfillment of that promise. Okay, so God said that He will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. 
Amen. <clears throat> now, if you're there in Luke 24, let's read here in Luke 24, verse 49. Okay, and it says this. It says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Okay? So Jesus is about to ascend up into heaven to be at the right hand of God. And Jesus is saying, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Okay, that promise. What is that promise? <clears throat> well, that promise is the comforter. That The promise is the Holy Ghost. Okay? So, and that's a big deal. Okay? Because Jesus is about to go, and he's going to send a comforter in our place. That comforter is the Holy Ghost, which is the promise of the Father. Okay? Now, that's a big deal. Why? Because the moment you become born again, okay, the Holy Ghost resides within you. And it's his power that he regenerates you into a new man. Okay? He convicts you of sin. He comforts you. He will, he will lead you into truth. He will speak of Christ. He will speak of the word. He will bring things to, he will bring things to our remembrance as per truth. So we see that the Holy Ghost, and, and we're sealed. And, and by the way, and that's another a big that's a, that's another big deal is that we're sealed by the Holy Ghost. Okay, so this is the Holy Ghost is the promise of the Father. Okay, so Jesus is saying that He's going to send the promise of my of my Father upon you. That's the Holy Ghost. So when you have the Holy Ghost, you are sealed by the Holy Ghost until the day of redemption. Amen. You're sealed to that day of Christ. So the coming of the Holy Ghost is precious to us. It's important to us, but it is a very big deal for us. Because, <clears throat> I'll tell you another reason. The coming of the Holy Ghost is what separates us from the world. The world does not have the Holy Ghost. The Bible says that if we have the Spirit, that we are of God's. Amen. Okay. And so it says here in 1 John chapter 4, verse 6, We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And, and 1 John 5, 19 says, And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. <coughs> See, in, in God, there is no wickedness in God. Amen. And um, when we have the Spirit, um, uh, 
when we have that Holy Ghost, when a person gets born again, God sanctifies that person. Means God sets him apart for his service. <clears throat> so the Holy Ghost is that mark of separation from us in the world. So we see that this, the Holy Ghost, is a big, big deal. And it's such a big deal that Paul says we're not to grieve the Holy Ghost. Okay, we're not to grieve him. For we're sealed by him until that day of, of redemption. Until the day of Christ, amen. So, Pentecost is a very big deal. And the thing is, we we take a look at that and we just kind of let it go by. <clears throat> and um, now I'm not saying that now now I don't want you to confuse what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that we should all observe Pentecost. We should all observe the feast days. No, we, we're not under Jewish law. But I just want to let you know that that Pentecost is and has an importance to us. Because Pentecost was the bringing, was, was the pouring out of God's Spirit. God poured out His Spirit on Pentecost. Amen. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. It says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father unto you, or Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. So they were supposed. So <clears throat> while the apostles were supposed to wait, they they were so in order. So before the, the the pouring out the Holy Ghost, they were commanded to stay in Jerusalem until they were endued with power. Okay, power from the Holy Ghost. And it says, and he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted, parted from them and carried up into heaven. <clears throat> and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. And that is the end of Luke. Now, I want us to go to, let's go to the book of Acts. We're going to go to the book of Acts. Let's go to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 1. And we're going to read Acts chapter 1 and 2 for the most part. Okay. We're going to read both chapters. It's a lot, so I may be talking really, really fast. <clears throat> but turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 1. Okay. It says, The former treatise have I made, O Theo uh, Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach, <clears throat> Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Okay? So we're seeing that we're, we're picking up exactly where Luke left off. Okay? So we're picking up from where Luke left off. 
Excuse me. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but the author of Luke is also the author of Acts. Acts is kind of like the, the, the sequel to Luke, if you know what I mean, okay? So if you read Luke, you go and read Acts because Acts picks up where Luke leaves off, okay? So it says, to whom he also shoot himself alive. After his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Okay, so this is in reference to the scripture that we just read. The promise of the Father is the Holy Ghost. Okay? <clears throat> now, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Okay? This is going back to Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Okay? Oops. I accidentally exited out of my Bible search software. Um... This goes back to Joel chapter 2, verse 28, where it says that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Oops. I am having trouble today, and I don't know why. Pour out my spirit. There you go. So, <clears throat> Joel, Joel chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass after that I will pour out my spirit. Okay? So this is talking so being baptized with the Holy Ghost is that pouring out of the Holy Ghost on Pentecost. Okay? That's what that's talking about. It's not talking about just some random acts of laying on hands and and whoosh, you fall back and all that stuff. That's not what that's not what that's talking about, okay? <coughs> this is the pouring out of the out of this is the pouring out of the whole this is the pouring out of the Holy Ghost onto onto the apostles and then to those who receive Christ. And and by the way, when you get saved, God pours the Spirit upon you. Think about that. The pouring out of my spirit started at Pentecost. But then now 2,000 years later, when people get saved, God pours His Spirit upon those who, who cry out to Him to be saved. When you got saved, you got filled with the Holy Ghost. So God is still giving His Spirit. Amen? God is still giving His Spirit, even to this very day. <clears throat> Amen? So that's, God is still giving His Spirit. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, amen, because that's, that's a great promise. It's very, it's a great promise. We should thank God for his spirit because 
boy, we'd probably be very lost without his spirit. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that. And uh, we probably wouldn't. And I'll tell you what, without his spirit, we probably wouldn't be the people that we are today in Christ. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is truly a gift. It's a good gift that God poured out at the day of Pentecost. Now, <clears throat> when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of kingdom to Israel? And he said unto he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me and to me both in Jerusalem and in Ju and in all and in all Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. <clears throat> it says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Now, it says that <clears throat> you shall receive power after that you receive the Holy Ghost. But it says, You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and and in all Judea and Samaria. Okay. Now. Your Jerusalem is where. If you want to apply this. Your Jerusalem is where you reside at. So for an example. My Jerusalem. Where I should be witnessing. Is throughout Fayetteville. Okay. Then you've got Judea and Samaria. Well then you take it a step further out of that area. But it doesn't stop there. It says, and on to the uttermost part of the earth. So you suppose, you know, you start in your hometown and you start trickling out on, <clears throat> and until eventually, you know, you start trickling out. But where but what I'm saying is, is that where God has placed you, that's where you should witness. Amen. And I should witness, you should witness, we should all witness in the place. That God put us. Amen. Now it says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfast toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so, shall so come... In like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. In other words, Christ is coming back the same way he left. In the clouds. Think about that. <coughs> now, then, then returned they unto Jerusalem for the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and J James and John and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, Zealots, and Judas the brother of James. 
These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. Amen. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to be kind of funny here. It says here that they continued with one accord. Okay, that's not talking about <clears throat> them driving a Honda. Okay, that's not talking about them driving a Honda. They were all one accord. They were all in, in agreement together. Okay. But I'm kind of being humorous. But I guess you all didn't get it. Maybe you didn't or not. Anyways. <clears throat> so they were all in one accord. And guess what they were doing? They were praying. They were and, and, and they were all in one accord with prayers and supplications with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and, when, and with his brethren. Okay. Now in those days, <clears throat> Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, "The number, the number of names together were about one hundred and twenty men and brethren. This scripture must needs have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost." By the mouth of David spake concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst and all his bowels gushed out. You want to know something about Judas Iscariot? <laughs> Judas Iscariot <clears throat> was one of the 12 disciples. Now you might say, well, Brandon, why do you say that? Well, let me just tell you something. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're saved. You can be a lost man going to church, paying your tithes, and seemingly doing all the right things and still be as lost as a goose and on, and on your way to hell. Just because you go to church does not make you saved. Do you know why? Because Judas was one of the apostles, or one of the disciples, sorry. He was one of the disciples carrying the... He was a treasurer. Guess what? He was lost. He died, killed himself, went to hell. So don't think that just because you go to church, don't think that you are saved. Because going to church will not save you. Going to church won't save you, folks. Just because you go to church does not mean you're saved. Going to church does not make you any more saved than you being in a garage makes you a car. <clears throat> Amen? Think about that. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in their proper tongue, 
Al-Qadama, Al- Al- that is to say, the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric let another take. Wherefore of these men, which have come companied with us all the time, <clears throat> the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. Beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us, one of us must be one ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph called Barzabas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, Shoot whether of these two thou hast chosen, that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might <clears throat> go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell upon Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. <clears throat> now, Can I tell you something that's very profound? The pouring of the Holy Ghost did not occur until after they appointed someone to replace Judas. <coughs> See, God is a God of order. Amen. And God didn't just pour out his spirit on just the 11 apostles. No. God first filled in Judah. He filled. He took Matthias and filled in for Judas Iscariot so there would still be 12. Because remember, Judas killed himself. So there had to be a replacement. <clears throat> Which that replacement fell on Matthias. So before God poured out his spirit, God filled in Judas' spot with Matthias. God made sure there was 12 apostles before he poured his spirit out. Think about that. God didn't just automatically pour out his spirit upon them. No, he did it after he after he filled Judas's spot. So after there was once again 12 once again, so once there was 12 apostles again. Once there was 12 apostles, then God poured out his spirit. God didn't just pour out his spirit when there's only 11 apostles. He did it with 12 apostles. Judas killed himself, went to hell. <clears throat> there was two that met the qualifications of an apostle. And the apostles prayed and asked God which one it was. And the lot fell on Matthias. So Matthias is then numbered with the 11 apostles, which makes him the 12th apostle. 
So once Matthias fills in Judas's spot, then the day of Pentecost comes and God pours out his spirit. But God is a God of order. He doesn't just do things chaotically. He does things in order. And there was a spot that needed to be filled with the apostles. There, there was a spot that needed to be filled. And God filled it before he poured his spirit out. That's the point I'm trying to make. <clears throat> now, that's the end of chapter 1. Now we'll get into chapter 2. Okay? The day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord and one place. Again, I'm going to try to be funny here. It's not talking about them crammed into a Honda. But I'm... Okay? They were all in unity. They were all in one accord and unity. In one place. <clears throat> all 12 apostles. Okay? And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, listen, folks. There's a whole thing about tongues nowadays. Okay? You got all these mega church people that claim to do tongues. Long and the shorter is, it's not biblical. You know why? Because the tongues they supposedly speak is not human languages. Okay? The apostles spoke in 17 different human languages. That was uttered by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, <clears throat> here's why. Here's why I say that, because at this point, the Jew, a lot of the Jews have, most of the Jews had rejected Christ, and so the tongues. The reason why. <coughs> The reason why the Holy Ghost gave them utterance to speak in other tongues because this was a judgment towards unbelieving Israel. <clears throat> the tongues that the Holy Ghost empowered the apostles to speak served as judgment against unbelieving Israel because they rejected their Messiah. Still do. Now there are some that do that there are some Jews that probably do believe. Praise God, amen. But Israel as a nation had rejected their Messiah. So these tongues were not they were as judgment towards unbelieving Israel. But this also served as a purpose to be able to share and spread the gospel with Gentile nations. 
and Gentiles. <clears throat> Amen. And so they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there was dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard every man heard them speak in his own language. So this is a human language. This is not some gibberish nonsense that people they were spouting off. This was human languages. Okay? And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all of these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue were in when we were born? Parthens and Medes and Elamites and the dwellers of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia and Egypt and in the parts of Libya and Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, Jews, and proselytes, Cretes, and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our own tongue the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. <clears throat> But Peter, standing up, and the eleventh up with the eleven, lifting up his voice, and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Stop right there. Where do we get that from? Joel chapter 2 verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit Upon all flesh. <coughs> and your sons. And your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. In verse 29 it says. And also upon the servants. And upon the handmaids. And those days will I pour out my spirit. This was a. from This was a fulfillment. Of that passage. Amen. Now, it says, And I will shoot wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord come. <clears throat> that has not yet happened. That still needs to happen, and it will happen probably sometime in the future. It has to be. Because it hasn't happened yet. That has not yet happened. So this is a partial fulfillment of that prophecy. But this has not been this is this has not had a perfect fulfillment yet, but it will but the day is coming when it will. <clears throat> Amen. It says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name 
of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you, by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. <clears throat> Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt have my, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried in his sepulcher, is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that at the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. <clears throat> he, seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. Therefore, being by the right hand of God, exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has, shewed, he has shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. For David is not ascended into heaven, into the heavens, but he saith himself, <clears throat> The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thy enemy, until I make thy foes, Thy footstool. <clears throat> Therefore, let all the house of Israel know, assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. <clears throat> now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter, and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> Listen, folks. The Holy Ghost... The, I can't even talk today. The Holy Ghost is a gift. That is the promise of the Father. That is a gift. And for all those who receive that gift of the Holy Ghost, they are sealed until the day of Christ. And that gift was given and poured out first on the first on the apostles. Then unto everyone that called upon the name of the Lord. 
This is what happened on Pentecost. <clears throat> Amen. And the apostles spake in 17 foreign languages, speaking the wonderful works of God, and it served as judgment against unbelieving Israel. Because think about it. What happened to Israel? I think it was AD 70. Okay, the temple got the temple got burnt down. The temple uh, was burnt down again, and the Jews were scattered from their homeland. Why? Because they didn't believe, and they didn't they didn't believe in their Messiah. Still today, a lot of Jews don't they don't believe. But you know what? Eventually, they're going back to their homeland. Slowly but maturely. And they're probably Jews making their way back. I don't know. But event, but eventually they're going to make it back to their homeland. <coughs> Amen. But the tongues, were, the tongues served as a... Back then the tongues served as a judgment against non-believers. But it was also a tool... I believe was a tool to share the gospel with Gentile with Gentiles that didn't speak Hebrew. Amen. Now, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this <clears throat> untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common. And sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, and every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord. Again, it's not talking about a Honda. Okay, daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house. Did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. <clears throat> Can I tell you something about that? It says, the Lord added to the church. Can I tell you something, all you pastors out there? Don't you dare think for one minute it is you Adding to the church. Mm -mm. Nope. Jesus adds to the church. Okay. Matthew sixteen eighteen, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, 
And upon this rock, okay, Jesus is referring to himself. Upon himself, okay, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. So the if the Lord is the one that builds the church, he's the one that adds to the church. And if he adds to the church, he could take away from the church too. Okay? But it's the Lord that adds to the church. Not you. Amen? <clears throat> now, um, let's see here. Pour out my spirit. You know that, you know, it's interesting because, oops. If you were to type, okay, oh, so go check this out. <clears throat> if you type in, pour out my spirit in your King James, in your King James pure Bible search software, check this out. There is three occurrences of the words, pour out my spirit. Okay, first occurrence, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23. Turn you, turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit onto you. I will make known my words unto you. Second occurrence is in Joel chapter 2, verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. The third occurrence is in that next verse, in verse 29. <clears throat> and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days will I pour out my spirit. Three times. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. These three are one. <clears throat> and there's three occurrences of that term, pour out my spirit. Wow. Isn't that something or what? So, to wrap this up, we took a look at the promise of the Holy Ghost. Uh, the, the promise of the Holy Ghost, which was promised by Jesus Christ, it's the promise of the Father. So we took a look at the promise of the, the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Ghost. We also took a look at that before the pouring out of the Holy Ghost, <clears throat> God had chosen and anointed Matthias. To fill in for Judas Iscariot so that there would be 12 apostles. So my, Matthias was numbered with the 11 apostles. So we, we saw that 
God chose Matthias as the twelfth apostle to replace Judas. And then we've seen the day of Pentecost, which <coughs> the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Ghost, came upon the twelve apostles. They spake in foreign languages, human languages, the wonderful works of God, which was a warning of coming judgment towards unbelieving Israel. Because that's what those tongues were. They were a warning of coming judgment towards unbelieving Israel because he rejected them, their Messiah. Okay, that's why the apostles spoke in tongues. <coughs> and we see that Peter got up, he preached a message, 3,000 people got saved, they all were baptized, they believed. They got baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost, and God added to the church 3,000 people. <clears throat> and continued to add people such as should be saved. And we saw that the Lord added to the church. Amen. The apostles didn't add to the church. The Lord Jesus Christ added to the church. Amen. So, that's pretty much what happened in Pentecost. And so we see that Pentecost is very precious. It is. Pentecost is a very precious time. Because that was the giving of the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is the one who saved that... <clears throat> the Holy Ghost is the one that transforms you... And bursts in you a new man when you get saved. And you are sealed by the Holy Ghost to the day of Christ. To the day of Christ. He will convict you of sin. He will convict the world of sin. He will comfort you. And he will always be with you. Amen. And when you are sealed with that Holy Ghost... The Holy Ghost, the promise of the Father, when you have that gift, and when you are sealed, and when you are made, a, when you when God when the Holy Ghost changes you, you then become a new man. Amen. You then become a new man. Old things have passed away; new things become new. Really quickly, I'm going to close with this, and then we'll pray. <clears throat> 2 Corinthians 5.7 Nope. Take that back. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Amen.
Romans 8.14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. So if you're led by the Spirit of God, you are a son of God. And if you have the son, if you have the Spirit of God, then you are of Christ. So, I can't find the verse. It's hmm. right. Anyways, <clears throat> with that said, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I do thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this time, Lord, to preach your word. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Pray, Lord, that you just bless everyone here today. Pray that that uh, that you just. Lord, that if anyone comes across us, that they might know and believe and say, be saved. Lord, I pray, Lord, that there'd be people that would be saved as a result of this. Pray, Lord, that you convict our hearts. Show us, lead us, and guide us what you want us to repent of. Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, of your goodness and your mercy. And we lift these things to you, and we do pray and ask all these things in your name. Amen. All right, guys. <clears throat> I want to give an invitation here real quick. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, okay, today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Amen. Don't wait. Okay, because tomorrow may be too late. Salvation is very simple, guys. Okay. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you confess with your heart and believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is who He says He is, and that and that Christ, that and God and, and that God raised Him from the dead, you shall be saved. And all you have to do is cry out to God, cry out to Christ, repent of your sins, ask Him to forgive you of your sins. Ask him to save you. Okay? Ask him to save you. <clears throat> the best illustration I can say I can say is this. There's that time when Peter asked the Lord, when when Peter said to the Lord, Lord, if it be you, call me out to walk on the water to you. And Peter did. But there was that moment where where Peter took his eyes off and he began to sink. You know what? Peter said, Lord, help me. I'm sinking. And you know what Jesus did? He, came, he went down, reached him, picked him up, and saved him. If Jesus could do that for Peter, 
how much more will he save you to, to all you who ask and cry out to him to save you? If you cry out and ask the Lord to save you, he'll save you. But the most importantly, but the most important thing is you have to recognize that you are a sinner in need of a savior. Because without Christ, you will end up in hell if you don't repent. You will. But the good news is you don't have to go to hell. Just cry out to Christ and ask him to save you. And he'll save you. Amen. It's very easy. I won't. <clears throat> it's very, very easy. Um, for those of you that are born again. Just want to encourage you to keep striving on. Keep pushing forward. God loves you very much as much as he loves the lost. And um, whatever sins that you may have committed, just repent of your sin. Get back up on your feet and move forward. Amen. So at this time, I'm going to I'm going to sing. I surrender all Hymn number 451. I surrender all. <clears throat> and, and as I sing. If there's something the Lord has put on your heart, if there's something on your heart that you need to give to God, right now is the time to do it. Amen? <clears throat> so we're going to sing, I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender, all to Him I freely give. I will ever trust, love, and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender, humbly at His feet I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken, Take me, Jesus, take me now. I surrender all. <coughs> I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender, make me Savior, Savior, holy thine. Let me feel the Holy Spirit, truly know that thou art mine. I surrender all. <clears throat> I 
surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all, all to Jesus I surrender. Lord, I give myself to Thee. Fill me with Thy love and power. Let Thy blessings fall on me. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. <clears throat> Amen. Alright guys, that's it for today. Um, hopefully you guys were blessed by that message. Um, sorry, I had to do it a day later. Uh, just kind of just how things kind of worked out, I guess. <clears throat> so, wanna wanna just remind you guys, um, Bible study is now Tuesdays, not Fridays. So tomorrow, we're gonna be starting the Book of Ephesians. So if you guys can tune in for that, appreciate that. Um, gonna be starting with the Book of Ephesians, introducing it, and getting into Chapter One tomorrow. That will take us about six weeks to go through because there's six chapters. So one, one, uh, <clears throat> one chapter a week is six weeks. So pray for me on that. Um, pray for the Bible study tomorrow, and uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing to you. Um, please feel free to check out the Romans series. Got that done. So the Book of Romans is I preached through the Book of Romans. So go ahead and check that out if you like. Um, so I think other than that, that's going to be it for today. Um, I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, this is Brother Brandon signing off for the day. Uh, you guys have a good week. And the Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you guys. See ya. Love you. Bye.